Did that get recorded? <laughs> I, I think I missed it, unfortunately. Otherwise, <laughs> that definitely would have been buried at the end. <laughs> Michelle, Tom, welcome to the Passholder Lounge. I'm so happy to have you. Uh, Justin, it's been a long time coming. We've been trying to set this up for a while, and it just we we couldn't be happier to be here in your new show and your new digs. This is yeah. wonderful. Digs. Yeah. yeah. Make yourself yeah, comfy. Yeah. Yeah. We're very honored and uh, love the format of your show. By oh, the way. thank you. Thank you. I, yeah. I wonder, I wonder sometimes if, it, if it's resonating with people and occasionally people will specifically send me a message and say, I really like the, the format. And right. um, I, I think, I enjoy it. And if, if my guests are enjoying it, maybe that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is what's important. What, what everybody else is enjoying. I mean, we like to, well, I mean, I say that we come on the show and we do our show for a handful of people at times. <laughs> so people. <laughs> we have to, we have to enjoy it for ourselves too. But when we get the feedback from the listeners saying that they're enjoying what's going on out there, I mean, that's just what that means the world to us. Absolutely. Well, you, you brought it up. I'm, I got to mention it before we get into the drink portion because we have to mention drinks as well. Mm -hmm. But Hyperion Adventure Podcast, I, I wanted to tell you, I feel like I say it differently every time I say the name of your show. <laughs> how how do you prefer to say it? Do you say the Hyperion Adventures Podcast or is it Hyperion Adventures or is there no S? How do you say it? Welcome back to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. There I'm Tom, go. as always, with my gorgeous, <laughs> intelligent, passholder lounge loving wife and co-host, Michelle. I love it. Oh, my gosh. That's beautiful. Um, So you almost have to go through the routine to think about yeah. how you say it. Yeah, yeah. It's like even just um, trying to like type it in or whatever. It's like uh, the same thing with the S. Is there an S? I think there's an S. <laughs> I think we... we <laughs> We've run into this problem with our show that we think we're so clever when we name it, you know, and then when we actually try and put it out on anything and title anything or, you know, do a a, a, a handle on social media or an email address. And it's like, why did I have it be so long and complicated? Oh, my God. You are absolutely speaking my language, Tom. And I never learned my lesson, obviously, because... I couldn't make a Twitter handle for the morning Monday morning monorail podcast because that was just way right. too long. So of right. course we had to be morning monorail. And then I'll run into the same thing with Passholder Lounge podcast. So on every social media and the email, it's different everywhere because right. I have to fit it in and then I don't know how to tell people to get to it. So <laughs> I've I've sort of resorted to saying like if you Google the Passholder Lounge podcast, you will find it. Right. Yeah, and, that's usually uh, the best thing. Yeah, and same thing. Go, go out and Google the Hyperion Adventures <laughs> podcast. Oh, I got to give you—you you did a nice little intro of, of your show, and you mentioned Passholder Lounge. I'm gonna—I'm gonna give you a, a Justin Monorail version of a Hyperion Adventures All podcast right. intro. I like it. Welcome back to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures <laughs> podcast. <laughs> wow we're gonna start dropping that in every episode yeah. that is quality right there that is quality we recorded that on our end right yeah. i have right to man i you know i go into that announcer mode i love it it's yeah it's, it's my default sometimes um but but before we really dig into today's episode i noticed tom that you had a drink in your hand and i gotta tell you something we are simpatico tonight because for the first time on the show i'm having a glass of wine Lovely. Wow. Lovely. So we're what classing we it up. 
What are we working with tonight? Well, this is very on brand for me. Um, I actually bought this last night because I made chicken and uh, I wanted something white. So I got a Sauvignon Blanc. Oh, nice. I have a good Sauvignon Blanc. And it looks like Ju- a Justin. It is. It's a Justin. Yeah. Wow. Justin, I, you know what? I've had several Justins and um, I enjoy the Justin brand. Yeah. Yeah. We do too. We, we do too. It's, it's a regular around our house. Yeah. Yeah. But good eye there, Tom, because the label whited out as soon as I held it up. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. You can see that little half, that turned triangle there. Yeah. But you nailed it. What, what have you all, what do you all have? You got red wine, it looks like. Yes. We have a lovely bold Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, um, actually, I think it's a Josh. It's a Josh tonight that we're rolling. So we yeah. have a Josh and a Justin. In yeah, we're staying in the J category here, apparently. I just like we're dialed in. We are on the same yes. wavelength tonight. I, yes. I love it. I that makes me very, very happy. Um, as talking to you all always does. You you bring a smile to my face, whether it's getting to see you all in person or or listen to your show or just getting a text from Tom. I I mean, it makes me smile every time. You're, because because I feel like you're both you're wonderful people, but like oh. every message from Tom is like he's checking on me, making sure I'm okay, just checking in. Like it's so kind. No no one goes out of their way like that, and it means a lot. I hope you I hope you know that. Well, that's that's nice, but we we feel you're you're, you're a close friend of ours. Even though yeah. I mean, it's so funny because we've met what now in person twice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so I hard mean, to it, believe it, it, we have not had that personal time together in the parks. Even though we're what less than an hour apart from one another where we yeah. live now. Um, we haven't had that time together, but I feel like we've made a real connection through the right. podcast community, through social media, and then our, you know, our, just our chats uh, off the air as well. And I, I yeah. just, I consider you a very close friend. Yeah. So I, I always want to reach out to my close friends. Well, likewise, Tom, it, but it, it means a lot. I mean, and, and you both uh, are very dear to me. And, and so having you on the show is definitely my honor um, tonight. Yeah. And, um, you know, we were texting this morning, speaking of texting and just kind of brainstorming some ideas of what to talk about tonight. And so I'm, I'm going to put it out there now. Our, our loose topic for the day <laughs> is the perks of being a DVC member and what are your favorite perks. And then also we're going to talk lounges because, hey, this is yeah. a passholder lounge. Um, but you inspired me earlier in the week, Tom, and it is it's time to kick off a brand new segment of the show. you all are going to be the first ones to experience this and uh i i've basically what i've done is i've come up with a few sort of introductory questions and of course this is only really going to work maybe the first time that i have a you know a guest on the show (laughs) because after that all these i'd have to come up with a whole new round of questions um but um i'm excited to do that and i'm excited for you all to be my guinea pigs so all right are you ready for the Passholder Lounge lightning round questions. <laughs> oh boy, the pressure. Yeah, I know. The pressure, yes. Is this a pass fail? Fire away. <laughs> pass it's not, fail. it's funny, it's funny. It is, it is pass holder fail. Um, <laughs> Love it. Uh, it won't even be lightning round. Take all the time you need. But uh, the first thing I wanted to ask you both is do you currently or have you been pass holders to any park? in the country or in the world what passes do you hold or have you held p- passes recently and i i know you have passes mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. this is a we softball do. yeah yeah i mean right now we're we're pass heavy cuz we still have our passes over at disneyland still have our magic keys our magic nice. keys mm-hmm. you know uh 
uh, for a uh, little bit longer. Yeah. They, they, since we don't live out there January. anymore, they're going to, you know, be expiring before too long. Yeah, I know. So somebody here needs to make a trip out. We <laughs> 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 got too many fun things going on. But uh, so we have that. Um, we do have um, obviously at Walt Disney World. Um, I don't know if you count like we are Castaway Key members. Sure. Into that. Um, we've done actually uh, SeaWorld. We've had. We've had in the yeah, past. In the past. We've done SeaWorld for San Diego. SeaWorld San Diego. Um, and I think. You, we are past holders to the Brevard Zoo. Oh, that's Nice. True. Yes. Yeah. I yes. love this. Yes. So. That's one thing that we haven't really dug into on the show much is zoos, um, mm -hmm. but, but I want to do that. And by the way, for those future guests, people listening, if you're a pass holder at a zoo, that counts. Also, if you're a library card holder, that counts too. Um, <laughs> any any passes that you hold. But I, I love a zoo. Um, right. I've got one not far from me here. It's actually, I, I've been thinking about going. It's sort of the Chick-fil-A effect of like you want to go on a Sunday because it's closed. <laughs> Um, <laughs> ever, ever since the hurricane, the central Florida zoo hasn't been open cause it's been flooded and yeah, I've been right, just, right. I've been dying to go over there. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I got to get back over there. It's a, it's a fun zoo. Um, but, uh, are you considering now that you are, uh, residents of the, of Florida on the East coast, are there mm -hmm. any passes you're considering picking up now? I don't think so at this moment. Yeah. I think um, the zoo was fairly recent. We're and and now that you're saying that, we're really happy about that. It's it's I'll call it a quaint zoo. Okay, it's not large or grandiose. We but, we used to be pass uh, pass holders to the San Diego Zoo, which yeah. is oh. the amazing yeah. zoo. Yes. Yeah, the so, zoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, so this doesn't compare in that regards, but the but the ambiance of it is just so much more home feeling, you know, and. Yeah. They have a ton of volunteers that work there and you just, no matter where you're going, they're there to help give you some additional information about either the animals or a display or anything like that. So I, th I think, and I was talking to one of the, to the, one of the volunteers and that's what she was saying. She says, yeah, it's a quaint zoo, yeah. you know, and cozy. So. She should say cozy. It, yes. Yeah. So, uh, I love it actually. Yeah. It's really nice. I mean, it doesn't take you long to get through it, but it's just you know, it's a nice, fun diversion. So. Yeah. As for other, um, you know, we have Walt Disney World, um, you know, Universal, there are things we like about Universal, mm -hmm. um, but we're not really roller coaster, roller coaster aficionados. So it's not really as big of our place. Uh, so we haven't really considered getting a pass there. However, we may have some family visiting at some point. And if they come along and they want to do Universal more, we might consider it at that right, point. It's go. just not really on our radar right now. Um, we also, we used to go to Universal in, in Hollywood. And it, while it's much different, it's smaller, they don't have the attractions that Universal right. Orlando does. Um, the thing about Universal Hollywood that will always be close to my heart is that it is the place where they, you know, it is a real working yeah. studio. Right. Yeah. Um, you see a lot of stuff. I watch TV shows every day and I'm, or, or not every day, but many days. And I'll be like, there, I can recognize that. That is right. The Universal lot. I've, nice. I've been through there so many times. I can recognize some of the streets and everything that they show in some of these, these programs. Yeah. We did a 5k. They had a, we did the inaugural minions 5k there and it was, <laughs> no. and, that sounds know, bananas. And, uh, <laughs> banana. Yes. Um, <laughs> you got to put some punch to it, Justin. Yes. <laughs> 
Um, but anyways, it was really cool going to areas that you could see were clearly that was where they recorded Jaws, you know. Oh, yeah. Where they recorded. Um, the actual Psycho House. Yeah, the yeah. Psycho House, you know, and, and to know that um, those things are authentic, I think, has a little bit more to that ambiance of it's authentic, you know. Yeah, it's kind of magical. I'm, I'm right. actually... That's that's a place that I, I would love to go is mm -hmm. uh, Universal Studios Hollywood and and primarily because I want to do that backlot tour yeah, so right. bad it looks it's like right. so much fun it's great it's it's not as good as it used to because they they're so focused now on because everybody needs to be entertained at every moment I love going there and just seeing where the movies were mm -hmm. made but now yeah. you know it pulls into a lot of areas where you have screens like they have Kong in right. the middle of the um, yeah, <laughs> the backlot tour, you know, they have fast and the furious in the middle of the backlot tour, you know, it's yeah. like, I don't need that stuff. If I want to go ride an attraction, great. I'll go do that. I'm here to see where the movies are made and, you know, and hear yeah. all the details about it. So it's not quite what it used to be, but it's still pretty darn good. And, and when you find, you know, you see the, the courtyard and the clock tower where they go oh, yeah. back to the future and stuff, you know, I mean, yeah. it, it does Amazing. still, it tugs at your heartstrings a bit. Yeah. That's so cool. See, what you got to tell them up front is like, look, it's great that you got this ride portion. I'm a nerd. I want to yeah. see all exactly. the cool movie making, TV making stuff. Um, and that's that's a big appeal to me. The funny thing is I've, I've been talking about Kong and Fast and Furious um, recently. And I and as individual attractions, I think they're fine. Well, mm -hmm. Kong, Kong is more fine. Fast and Furious is not okay. Um, <laughs> not worth your time. Kong, Kong kind of is. It's it's kind of yeah. cool. And, yeah. and at least there's a cool animatronic at the end. If there was a big animatronic Vin Diesel at the end of Fast and Furious, <laughs> maybe we'd be talking. Okay. Right. But there is not. Vin Diesel was a big audio animatronic. <laughs> <laughs> he, could, he could be. He could very well be. Um, but since the since that doesn't exist, I, I don't have the time of day for that ride anymore. But I've always said, like, well, if those things were part of the backlot tour, I, I could see like, okay, well, this is fine. Um, mm -hmm. but just having a whole individual attraction for it here in Orlando, just because we have space, we don't no thanks. We didn't need we don't need that. Right. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Um, I know uh, when we had talked previously, way back when we first started talking about doing a, a, a recording on the Passholder Lounge, one of the things I asked you about, Tom, was Knott's Berry Farm. And um, I know you said you really hadn't been there in a long time. Um, or Yeah. Yeah. I, I grew up going there. I mean, I actually, I grew up going there more than Disneyland, um, just because it was a little closer to where I lived. And I lived in L.A., in the LA area. It was a little closer to where I lived. I mean, it's not really far from Disneyland, but it was still on kind of that side of the, of, of the County from where I lived. Yeah. Um, and it was less expensive, um, but it was great and I loved it. Um, but you know, since we moved to San Diego and everything, we've talked about going to Knott's mm -hmm. a couple of times, but it's hard when it's, it's the same highway and you pass Disneyland, you're like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to pass Disneyland and go to Knott's, you know, and Knott's doesn't, doesn't again we're we're not roller coaster aficionados as much as we once yeah. were so it doesn't it doesn't appeal to us quite as much we still thought about it we just never got around to it but yeah um, that, that makes people sense. love it people love knots still to this day and their and their fried chicken is pretty darn good yeah well, they also that, have like a food and wine festival yeah. with same kind of lanyards with the same tear-offs and everything yeah. like that it's that they do at disneyland yeah oh awesome <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like they had the oh, boys and berry festival. Right. Now. Oh, see, I, 
that's another place on my bucket list as, mm-hmm. as just a theme park fan. I want to go to Knott's Berry Farm and, and hearing about the Boysenberry Festival or the Food and Wine. I've got to plan it around these kind of events so I can, right. you know, make it really, really nice. But um, but yeah, that's that that Universal Studios Hollywood. And then I'd, I'd love to just tour like Warner Brothers and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. do a lot of the studio type stuff. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll probably be, you know, going back now that we live in Florida. When next time we go back and visit family out in Southern California, we'll probably do the full touristy thing and hit many of these spots. Of course, we'll hit Disneyland, but wouldn't shock me if we were to hit Universal. Right. Or we we actually have not done the Warner Brothers Studios tour, and I've always wanted to because that kind of reminds me, from what I understand, of what Universal used to be like, mm. and and how much you really see behind the scenes and how things are made and yeah. where all these um, great things are filmed. So that's another thing that i would definitely love to do for sure cool yeah it, it sounds great I've, I've watched some vlogs about it and it looks mm-hmm. it looks really fun mm-hmm. um it's funny you were talking about it's hard to drive down the highway and pass disneyland and go on to knott's berry farm <laughs> I, I when you said that it made me think oh my gosh if if my if geographically disney were closer to me than universal and sea world I don't know that I would ever go to Universal or SeaWorld. <laughs> right. <laughs> because it would be really hard to pass yeah. by. I'm like, well, I can just go right there. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although, you know, as as I have become a pass holder, I, because of both, I've got the SeaWorld mm-hmm. and the Universal Pass, and, and they are a little closer to me. I They they are worming their ways into my heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I enjoy going to both of those places. For and we show. totally respect what Universal and SeaWorld right. are, are both doing, and and what they their appeal that they have for lots of people. It's it's not as big for us in general. I mean, you know, just the Harry Potter stuff is the only. Oh, thing. Yeah. I think that's the one thing that we w- makes us consider it from time to time because we are big Harry Potter right. fans, and so we, yeah. you know, we've done the one in Universal Hollywood, and that's nice, but it's not as as elaborate as the, from what we understand as the uh, universal. Yeah. Orlando it's not as large. Yeah. It's, su- it's super in, you know, where you are there and you feel like yeah. you're in that area, but it's oh, just yeah. the, the one location. You yeah. don't have yeah. to, the yeah. train is stationary. I mean, it doesn't go anywhere. We're not, those, <laughs> we're not those people that are like, Oh, you know, we're Disney fans. So we, we won't even believe that universal exists. Over there. <laughs> they can't be doing that. Whatever they're doing is way inferior. No, I don't believe that at all. Um, just, it, it just hasn't fit into the things yeah. that we like to do as mm-hmm. much. Yeah. And that makes sense. I, and I, I hope that I wasn't painting you that way at all. Like I, I didn't think that about you guys. Um, but, uh, I, I totally understand like the the justification um, at this point for the passes that you have and the places that you go. It makes a lot of sense. Um, okay. So see, it's not lightning round. That was just question no, one. Obviously not. <laughs> question one in the book. <laughs> okay. But there's not many. There's, there's just a few. Um, okay. This one, now we're getting into the pass holder lounge uh, theme of the show here. Do you have a favorite bar slash lounge in any Orlando theme park or resort? Um, well, I, I mean, I, I think we like, uh, what they've done with the reimagining of the top of the world. Okay. That, that's fun. Um, but I, I think over at the poly, that's probably our favorite. It's just hard to get into. Yeah. Trader yeah, Sam's. But, right. Trader Sam's. Yeah. Um, but I'm learning to make my own tiki 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 rum. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she does them really good. Awesome. Oh, saying them and making them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
mean, you did better than I could. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I also like uh, Geyser Point. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. you know, I don't know if you consider that a lounge. It's yep. a, it's more, almost more of a restaurant, but right. um, you know, it's it's another favorite of ours. Just right there, it's just such a cool spot mm -hmm. right there on Bay Lake. You know, you can have a have a beer, or have some nice apps, and just kind of look out at the water, which is one of our favorite things to do in that area. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah Geyser Point is one of my favorites, and and I do mm -hmm. consider it a lounge. It's to me, it's um, it it is sort of an in betweener. Um, cause you can get like a nice meal there, right? but you don't need reservations. Mm -hmm. Um, you can walk up, it's got a nice bar and one of the few places that, well, I, I guess every resort, like if you went to the pool bar, they've probably got TVs, but, right. um, but it's one of the, one of the places that I've actually watched a, a sporting event, mm -hmm. um, at Geyser point. And, um, yeah, I, I love it. You, you never have to sell me on that place. It's mm -hmm. uh, yeah. fantastic. Right. The fact that it's open to our son, you know, who, you know, he has issues with like closed spaces and noises and stuff like that. And that's a place that he feels pretty comfortable. Yeah, there's, comf in. there's really comfortable seating there and everything. So it's, 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 it hits on a lot of notes. Right. Absolutely. Okay. We're in the lounge. We're at Trader Sam's or actually let's say we're at Geyser Point because that opens right. it up a little bit more. What, what are you ordering? What's your drink? Um, they used to have some really good dark beers. Michelle is a dark beer aficionado. <laughs> okay. She is like the darker, the thicker, the syrupier, the better. <laughs> All right. I love it. All right. Um, but I, I think now that, you know, when they, you know, and that's more seasonal, I think too. Um, so other seasons, uh, gin is good. <laughs> you like a really good gin and tonic, really, right? Really good gin Just and tonic or vodka nice tonic or, okay. you know, especially when they, you know, put a little something basil or something in there oh nice it's something funky. Yeah, funky you like something fragrant yes yes yeah okay all right they make a they make a really good one in the uh cadillac lounge mm -hmm. on the disney wonder um it's, yeah uh, that's a they have this special gin and tonic that she she loves yeah okay yeah. all right yeah special shout out to cadillac lounge yeah yes, exactly um, for me, I'm usually, I'm, well, I don't mind a dark beer either, depending mm -hmm. on what, uh, where we are and what's going on, what we're eating or whatever. But a lot of times my go-to is just a nice, a nice Sauvignon Blanc mm -hmm. or a nice uh, glass of Chardonnay. If it's a warm day, a white, if I'm looking more for something, you know, evenings, then I'll go for a, a red, a Cabernet Sauvignon, you know, maybe a, maybe a Merlot, depending on what's on the menu and what's looking good. So right. I'm, I'm, I'm mostly a wine drinker. I mean, I, I don't mind a nice rum cocktail if mm -hmm. I'm someplace by the pool or whatever. And I, I love a good umbrella drink. Uh, <laughs> Same. Um, but uh, if I'm just uh, going to a lounge to, you know, have some food and relax a lot of times, it, it will be a nice glass of wine. Oh my gosh. So, okay. So the idea here is what I'm going to start doing is I'm going to build a menu based on my guest favorite drinks or their mm -hmm. go-to orders. So I, Michelle, for you, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with a gin and tonic All cocktail. Right. That, nice. That's gonna be the Michelle uh, special. Tom, I'm gonna have to think about this a little bit, but I, I can't. I I think maybe what we'll do is is we'll have to pick out some sort of like a a signature, um, like a red or something for you. Mm, it's something fine. nice and something nice and classy, that's and and that's gonna be uh, the Tom Vineyard. That's fine. Uh, I'm also well. I'm also a big fan of like if I'm going to Trader Sands, Sam's, it's going to be a hippopotamitai. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, no, no, my I mean, I, I like a hippopotamitai myself. Um, oh, 
the last time I was in Trader Sam's, I, I forgot that they rolled out a brand new zombie tiki mug. Oh. And now it's the blue one. And I was like, okay, well, I have to get that. Like, <laughs> I, I don't have a choice. Um, and, and I always, I don't know. It's so funny when I go to Trader Sam's, I forget that whatever you order, there's going to be something that happens based mm -hmm, on that yeah, order. Right. And I forget that every time, even though it's happening <laughs> all around me. So by the time the zombies is being served to me and the, and the server is coming out, you know, like uh, brains and bringing me the zombie. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, I forgot. It makes me, it's delightful. Like it, it just, it makes me smile. It makes me so happy every time. And I just, I guess I should be thankful that I have this oblivious brain. That's like, Oh yeah, that's going to happen. <laughs> A little bit of Dory in you. They yeah. Don't like that every time. Yeah. That was more special. It's right. It's it's a uh, it's a nice little treat that I a trick that I play on myself, but it's a good a good trick. Excellent. Um. Yeah. So. All right. Well. Congratulations on being the first cocktails and drinks Yay. added to the the passholder lounge menu, and now I just have to I have to figure out a good place to to actually post this. I don't have a website yet. Ooh. This might be motivation enough for me to start a website. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, put the put the menu up there. Um, okay, so as is tradition, we're twenty five minutes in. <laughs> now it's time <laughs> to maybe talk about our topic. Um, I actually thought it would kind of be funny to start setting up a topic in the beginning and never get to it. And, yeah. and, that's, yeah. and that's like that's the signature of the show. <laughs> it's just yeah. Tease, it's almost like, yeah, Matt Damon, apologies to Matt Damon. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've come pretty close a couple of times. This this episode coming out, uh, the, the one that just came out this past week for those of you listening. Oh, separate tangent that just came to mind. Um, it was supposed to be a it was supposed to be a 30 minute episode, and I ended up recording with Adam for over 90 minutes. Oh, so yeah. yeah. And we were just talking about New Jersey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> lot to talk about in new yeah jersey. everything yeah. is legal I, in new jersey yeah yeah i had to be educated i told him the only thing i knew about jersey i learned from jersey shore on mtv so <laughs> <laughs> what more do you need to know I, <laughs> yeah i just thought snooki was representative of everyone you would meet <laughs> in new jersey i don't know um so all right tom and michelle you I credit you both uh, with being the constant inspiration in my mind that I am going to eventually buy into DVC. Yeah. And it's, it's going to happen. I think the thing that just like right now, I am always like, well, I'm, you know, I'm here, I'm living in Florida. I I've got time. I, I think if I didn't live in central Florida, it would be more urgent to me that I mm -hmm. wanted to do it. But I also, by the way, I'm a fan of perks, a huge fan mm -hmm. of perks. And, uh, and if I can get exclusive access to something, sign me up. So even though I do live here and I don't necessarily need a place to stay to go to Disney, I still am very tempted <laughs> to get signed up. So with that in mind, I just want to talk a little bit about some of the perks that you love um, and why it is you, you feel like uh, being a, a DVC member really is, is something you enjoy to do. So um, what, what are your, what would you say your favorite perks are? Of being a DVC owner. Let me go first. Go for it. All right. Um, well, first of all, I want to say, you know, you got to, Justin, watch for the Disneyland tower that's going to be I know. selling because that's where you want to buy in because you'll want a place to stay when you go to California. Um, Good point. 
So, um, but you can use those points over here. So it's, yeah, it's great. Points go everywhere. Yeah. You know, I, I think actually Tom brought this up um, not that long ago. We were talking about same thing. We, you know, now that we've moved out here, it's like, okay, you know, we used to initially like, how can we be so precise as getting the best deal of the room? Right. Mm -hmm. And so like using our points to their maximum and actually used to, I, I, I had a spreadsheet, you know, and I, and I would calculate when would be a good time, you know, like I'm getting the most out of my points compared to paying for a room. Um, and what Tom made me realize is the, what's really great about DVC is you get to stay in a room that's seven, eight, nine hundred dollars or more yeah. that you would never put your money towards doing that, you know, and just like recently we did the cabins over at Copper Creek, oh, you know, the ones that are right on the water awesome. when you're taking the boat. Yeah. They are amazing. You have your own little hot tub right there in at your cabin. You Sold. Know, a fireplace. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's just amazing, amazing. And we would never put the money to that, you yeah. know, and, and just using points, it, you know, you're that's where you're doing your treat, right? You're you're gonna vacation anyway. So you feel like, okay, I have these points, I can do that. It's it's special that we wouldn't do it otherwise, you know. And it that is. Uh, let's yeah. let's not you know let's not talk like this is free. It is a huge investment. Mm -hmm. It is a big chunk of money to own enough points to do something like that with DVC. But you know you get to use those for fifty years. I think is what yeah. their the total yeah. is from when you sign up. So um, you can pay them off in installments and and gradually get there and get to stay in these great places. We often stay in one bedroom places um, right. throughout Disney, you know, Savannah views at the animal kingdom lodge, mm -hmm. you know, um, we've had great, you know, the theme park views aren't our favorite at Bay Lake towers, but we've had great views mm -hmm. from there. We, we, we've stayed at a lot of fantastic places and um, that's because of DVC points. We would never, we would, right. we would look at that, the, the money it cost to, to, actually get one of those rooms online we would never do it but yeah. we feel like we can do it with these points and it's it's it, there's a bit of bit of a better break-even point there for us yeah that I mean, makes sense yeah i mean um like tom was saying like if we're staying at bay lake tower you know talk about good lounges you just sit on your balcony and you're looking at disney world at the magic kingdom <laughs> Uh, yeah. you know, it's your own, it's your very you own private your, lounge. Yeah. You're in your jammies and yeah. <laughs> you're, you're sitting out there with a drink and it's just spectacular. And it, like I said, it's money we wouldn't put to a room normally that, you know, we pay the one time for those points. You, yeah. You do have some maintenance fees, but it's not, you're not buying those points every year. Um, so I think that's one of the, one of the great perks. Yeah. I, I love it. Now I do have a couple of follow-ups. Number one, Man, the cabins at Wilderness Lodge, they that's one of those, I would say for me, it's its definitely up there on the bucket list of Disney mm -hmm. places I want to stay. It looks beautiful. How, I mean, how was that? Like, tell me a little bit about that stay. It was incredible. Um, we only did it for two nights. I mean, even even for us, that's a, it's a lot of points, but we were at the, like the lowest part of the mm -hmm. year point wise. It just happened to open up for us. Um, so we just did two nights there and we just decided, look, we're not even going to bother going to the parks. We're just going to enjoy this yeah, cabin. Right. Yeah. Um, so we just went in there and it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's two bedroom, 
huge bathrooms for both bedrooms, lots of space, full kitchen, um, full outdoor area with a fireplace that faces both inside and outside. So you can sit out and look wow. at the fireplace there mm -hmm. as well. Um, when you go outside, when they do the, they have Disney music piping outside that you can turn mm -hmm. up and down. So you can just walk outside, hit, sip your coffee and coffee in the morning and look at Bay Lake and have Disney music playing. Um, when the fireworks, when the yeah. fireworks happen, it switches over to the fireworks wow. um, music. The right. score. Um, so you can watch that. And it, it didn't matter. Like we, we were there for both regular fireworks and for the, um, not so, not so scary. No scary fireworks. And it, it piped the music in for the correct ones each night. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I you didn't know. That was something I didn't know about. That's extra magical. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they do have, you know, a hot tub there. Um, that's right on your, in, on your back porch there. They have, you know, like, um, it's kind of like a picnic table yeah, a picnic back there table. that you could sit. So whether you're, you know, like with kids or whatever, it, it's comfortable, it's glamping, you know, it's, yeah. um, you know, it just, but they have all, all, all the, like Tom said, full kitchen. Um, they have, and it's, it's kind of an open area. So like, let's say you're, you know, had people over and you're doing breakfast for people. You can be socializing, you know, you're not just like in yeah. this little yeah. room separated from everybody else. It's kind of open yeah. with the living room and dining room area. It's a huge living room with these giant vaulted ceilings and these giant windows that look out. So even if mm -hmm. it's a little, you know, you know how it gets in Florida, if it's a little uncomfortable outside, you still get these wonderful views from uh, outside the back of this this amazing cabin. It's we happened to get one that was way on the end too, away from um, on the it was on the geyser point side, but uh, far along the trail, like it was the last one. Mm -hmm. So it even felt more private out there because oh, it just yeah. wasn't as many uh, passerbys, uh, you know, near the wilderness lodge. So it was it was it was it was just this wonderful retreat. Yet we could go in and. You know, if we wanted to, we could go to the parks. We could stop into the Wilderness Lodge, which we did to pick mm -hmm. up some desserts or whatever. We could have we could have went to Geyser Point really easily if we yeah. wanted to. You know, yeah. and we we're just steps away from all that as well. Right. It has its own little parking area from the rest of Wilderness Lodge, so you can be a little bit closer to your cabins and things like that. If you're, you know, if you're there with a car and mm -hmm. stuff. Um, but yeah, it it was spectacular. I, you know. Oh my gosh. I can't so even jealous. describe. Yeah. I mean, it's, it would be, it's definitely a good party area, you know, oh. and, and I'm not saying like wild parties. I mean, you could, uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, and you know, you can tour them, you can go to any DVC um, location at the different, um, whether it's at the parks or at the, at the resorts and schedule to go in and, and they'll take you to that, to one of those okay. um cabins to take a look at it and and we did that to begin with um you know several months ago and and that's where they said you know this is really a popular place like for super bowl sunday oh okay makes a lot sense. of seating area you yeah. know um yeah okay yeah. yeah that's that's amazing it sounds mm -hmm. it's like i said it sounds extra magical um in the hot tub i'm telling you so you can you can tell me all about uh, the Polynesian bungalows all day long, but I don't need a plunge pool. I want a hot tub. Right, yeah. right, yeah. We got to, we did we haven't stayed at the bungalows yet, but we did do one of those tours, like we you know, did this, and we compared the two because it was mm -hmm. within a couple of days we did the tour of one. We did the tour of the the bungalow and the tour of the cabins. And outside of you know, it's nice to be on the water. You have a, that straight shot uh, to Magic Kingdom, mm -hmm. which is nice. 
Um, but as far as the way it lays out and how comfortable you feel mm -hmm. to us, the cabins were, were way above what the bungalows were at the Polynesian. Right. Yeah. So this leads me to my follow-up question about the uh, Bay Lake Tower, actually. You, you said that the theme park view rooms are not your favorite. So what rooms are your favorite at the Bay Lake Tower? We love the, we love the lake views, personally. Mm -hmm. um, we just like the serenity of it all. You wake up and you're just looking out at Bay Lake. Um, it's, there's, there's lots of interesting things to see. Boats going in and out. It used to be, you know, they used to have some more uh, fireworks cruises and stuff that mm -hmm. would be fun to check as they went out at night. So, you know, though it was always entertaining, but it was always just kind of this nice, you would go to the parks during the day and then maybe in the evenings or in the mornings, you would just have this kind of quaint, quiet look out. And um, it, it was just very, very comfortable. So we like that. Um, theme park views are great. Um, but the only problem is that you get a lot of parking lot for the theme park view. Oh, so yeah. if you kind of if you kind of hold your hand up, so you're just kind of <laughs> looking over it, and you just look at Magic Kingdom, it's great. But if you look down, you're getting all the parking lot um, yeah. for Bay Lake Towers and the Contemporary, and so it kind of draws a little bit away. But still, and, yeah, and it's also true. it's more it's more points than than the the, the lake view. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's you, true. You put all those things in. Um, that's just a little bit why. We're, we like the lake view more, but we've done the theme park view a couple right. times recently because those were the rooms that were available and we've enjoyed it very yeah, much. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if you do the lake view, you know, you can sometimes see actual wildlife out there and yeah. we saw that, that a turtle can saw some, a, a turtle I, did, did really, really angry with some ducks. <laughs> <laughs> the, the turtle won. Wow. Turtle was chasing some ducks around. It was, it was one of the most entertaining things we've ever seen. Just out there sipping a cocktail, right? <laughs> sipping a cocktail and watching this turtle. Not happy the ducks were in his territory. <laughs> turtle power. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, um, it's just really comfortable. It's beautiful. It's like no matter where you look, it's just it's just really nice views. Obviously, that's a really good point. That like you know a good what thirty percent of your view on the theme park side is going to be parking lot. Mm -hmm. I guess. It's easy to get sort of lost in the idea of being able to see the fireworks or the right. monorail. For me, right. it would be like watching the monorail. I'd yeah. love to just sit out there and watch the monorail. And in the lake views, you can do that if if you're okay. on that that yeah. side of the of the building, you actually get a really good. You're actually watching the monorail come kind of towards you, mm -hmm. and it's really cool if you know you get up in the morning and you get to see the first one come out, and you're like, oh, it's starting. It's the day is going. Yeah. So that's awesome. exciting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bay Lake Tower is actually our, our favorite mm -hmm. favorite spot. It's our favorite DVC resort. Well, it is the location of the Top of the World Lounge. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if you've been able to listen to the uh, Jack Dr. Jacqueline episode just just yet, but she mentioned that she is not a fan of the retheming of the Top of the World Lounge. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that you're here tonight because it sounds like maybe you have a different opinion. So it, I, you you got to experience it before the retheming. Right. Uh, tell me what you think. Like, uh, how do you feel about now? It's, it's like a villains sort of a hangout. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I, I think all in all in, in what you go up there for it, it didn't matter, you know, cause it still had a lot of the same things that you like about it. Obviously the view, um, the feeling that it is kind of a unique location that not everybody gets to go there. Um, you know, that they still have a lot of great food offerings and drink offerings. Um, so the theming of it is, is kind of kitschy, yeah. you know, it's, um, it's subtle. It is uh, subtle. They he, don't, they don't okay. shout villains at right. you there. 
Um, okay. It's mostly if you walked in there and didn't know, um, and it wasn't on the menu or anything that it was the villain's lair, uh, you you probably slip by you right. a bit. Okay. You just you just hear yeah. like the music. Maybe they're playing Halloween music. I don't know what's what's going on. Yeah, you know, yeah. But, it's just yeah. It yeah. doesn't shout out at you. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say this. I didn't think it needed to be rethemed. I loved it just the way it was. Um, but, you know, it, it doesn't, let's just say this, it doesn't bother me. I think it's kind of neat and interesting that they've decided to do something with villains. I think they, they've they done some, you know, some really subtle things that are kind of cool about it. But it still is the same, mm-hmm. uh, same top of the world lounge. It still has that um, amazing um, back. Far back the, with the uh, the artwork, oh, yeah. the monorails yeah, yes. that is just spectacular. Oh, it still it. has this That's there. the same chandelier, chandelier. Mm-hmm. Um, that is fantastic. It still is the same place, and it still has the same view of the fireworks. Right. Uh, yeah. You know. And Definitely. you know, I, I, we like that they have all re- like regular tables now. They used to have some of the high tops, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and they seat you now too. Which before it was kind of like you'd have to you'd walk in and you're kind of like hovering over people of when they're going to move, you know, or scouting out who's the next table to free up. So I I think some of that convenience of not having to worry that you're going to get in there and have a seat, you're not going to have, and I don't have a problem with high tops. I mean, I know I've taken my mom a couple of times and it wasn't as most comfortable for her, Um, you know, but so now that they've gotten rid of that, I think it's kind of a little bit easier for some regards for that. Yeah. A little bit tougher to get into now that you have to kind of, they're, they're limiting and they're they're not doing as much standing room mm-hmm. as, as you got more towards fireworks time. Uh, but if you get there early, get on the list, you'll get in there. And, you know, when you, w- once you've gone up there, even if you're, you know, three hours before fireworks or whatever, you're probably not going to stay, hang out out there for the whole time. Um, as long as you have your receipt, you can come back. It's just like okay. California Grill. Just yeah. like California Grill. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah. And they tell you that they tell you that like a million times when you're there, you know, so. Oh, that's, that is definitely a good tip. I mean, now (laughs) for people who don't know, uh, first of all, I realize every time we've said it, we've said DVC, there may be people listening that don't know what that is. We're talking about the Disney vacation club. Mm -hmm. This is the timeshare ownership company that where you buy into points where you get to go stay at these Disney properties. Uh, So that's one thing. Sorry, we didn't put that right at the top. (laughs) but, But there you go. Um, now the second thing is you cannot get to top of the world lounge unless you have an official DVC card and you're so, staying on property, right? And you're staying up. Okay. That's a good point too. I wouldn't have known that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You um, don't have to be staying at a DVC location. Okay. But you need to be staying, but on you property. need to be staying on property. You have to be a resort guest with the right. official card and you don't get the official card. If you buy DVC resale, right? You have to buy from Disney and there's right. a point limit right yeah i can forget what the point limit is but yeah Yeah. you do need to you need to get that limit you can you know have some of your points be resale but you at least a certain amount of your points do need to be bought through disney yeah yeah so okay so uh do they still allow you to bring guests to the top of the world lounge so what they have in writing on their website at the dvc website is you can have as many guests that are on your reservation. They don't have to be oh. the same people. Uh, they do ask you to show your reservation. You have to pull it up on the app that you have a reservation. We have not had them ask us, but then again, since they've reimagined it, we haven't gone with other people. 
So I don't know if that would ever come into question. I I think if we were to bring one or two other people, it probably wouldn't. Right. You know, I don't know that they're necessarily taking the time to look that up. I think it's an easy fix. I mean, you just, you know, when you make your reservation, if you think you might do this, just add a couple random people to your reservation. It doesn't cost anything. It's not going to make it more expensive to you. So you can be prepared to go. Um, obviously, obviously, so Justin, you're, you're already going to be on our next reservation. Yeah, this is yeah. exactly the reason yeah. I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I got to get other, up there. Right. I mean, that's the other good thing, too, with DVC is you don't pay for parking when you're staying um, on points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, so so that's really, really nice. And as many people as there are on your reservations, adult people that are on your reservations, is how many people who can park for free. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, you know, again, if we had three or four people on our reservation and really just the two of us in the in the room, mm-hmm. we could still have other people park at the property. Makes sense. Because okay. they're on the reservation. So just same thing, you're going through security and they would look up your name and you're like, oh, you're on that reservation. Okay, you can come park here at Bay Lake Tower. Oh, beautiful. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, my strategy is always just to make a reservation at Steakhouse 71 and get that delicious mm-hmm. stack burger. And then mm-hmm. I can park, park there anyway. Right, right. Uh, I've heard great things about the breakfast. You, you guys haven't done Steakhouse 71 yet? We, we did we, we we did we did um what was it to go yeah. um okay mobile order mobile, we mobile order. order then we were staying at bay lake and okay. just enjoyed it in our room mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but we have not actually dined in to steakhouse 71 yet I, I will say this like i i really didn't um i didn't think that they needed to change the theming of the wave mm-hmm. but i do think it's an upgrade it's mm-hmm. I think it's turned out great and the, mm-hmm. the menu is right great. Yeah. Right. So I'm pretty happy with that. I yeah, I, I still gotta do the breakfast. That's something I I, I think maybe this will be like a holiday treat just for Justin Monreal. <laughs> there you go. Like a, a breakfast <laughs> reservation over at Steakhouse nice. 71 and go do that oh, at nice. some point. But sure. I've heard very good things. Um so I wanted to ask you all about while we're talking about the contemporary. Tangents galore. Um, the the retheming, like incorporating the Incredibles into the contemporary. So what I started thinking about is, I wonder why, if they were going to retheme Top of the World, why did they not make it an Incredibles themed lounge? Like, and and I mean, do what do you, what do you think about incorporating the Incredibles into the theming of the contemporary? Do do you think like what's your opinion on that? Yeah, I I like it. I think it it, it makes sense, um, you know, I, for for a lot of reasons. I've seen the contemporary change over the years, um, and and I do like this one. I I think it does fit that concept. Um, and they probably didn't put it in the lounge because I think do think they try to have Bay Lake be some somewhat unique, even though you can, you're right there at the contemporary and you can certainly participate in everything that's at the part at the contemporary, but it's kind of like, it's, you know, like your own thing. So like even people who are staying at the contemporary can't use the Bay Lake pool. Right. Right. But the people at Bay Lake can use the contemporary. Oh, of course. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, 
you know, maybe that's why, and that they, they know villains is such a, is such a hot theme. Yeah. I just think they were trying to find a way to incorporate villains somewhere. And what can we do? And then this lounge is reopening and we can do a couple of things to it and, you know, make it be intriguing to people as something different. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I honestly don't know, you know, outside of, you know, DVC members, how widely known the top of the world lounge was, you know, I mean, we've, we've talked about it, but I don't think it's, it's common knowledge that this place really exists. So I think they were trying to, you know, just get it out there. And it, you know, it's, it's one of those things that maybe entices somebody knowing that, Hey, I love villains. Maybe I've thought about getting into DVC. Maybe that's just another reason to get involved in it. So, you know, that's kind yeah. of, the thing it's it could be a trial for something you know villains wise too like what what are people enjoying this right. stuff we know people love villains but you know are we going to incorporate it more in the parks you know right. i don't know but well if, obviously they teed it up at d23 right yeah 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 i mean it, it makes more sense especially if you're a family and you're bringing up kids to that lounge they probably connect with villains more yeah, than they would too. with yeah. a monorail even though we love monorails um oh. You know, I love monorails. Yeah. We have artwork of monorails. <laughs> I love artwork of monorails. I think it's beautiful. Even though I'm wearing yeah. my Skyliner shirt tonight, it's only the, the second greatest transportation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know that one of the other things you asked about was perks. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and another perk that they have is some discounts, you know, so whether you're taking tours there's discounts there and it's automatic with, even if you're doing the reservation online, they recognize your, you know, that you are DVC. So they give you that discount. It, there's discounts at a lot of the restaurants. Uh, it doesn't include alcohol, but I think for people who are, who aren't able to buy annual passes where you used to be able to say, Oh, I have an annual pass and I get this discount. It's nice to have that still. And you also get a DVC. There's a DVC annual pass yeah. as well. That is less expensive than oh, some of the yeah. other annual that, passes. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's basically like the, it's like the Florida residence, right? Because technically you have bought a per yeah, piece of Florida. Property. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of that rate for it. So you, so even if you're out of state, you can kind of take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. And since, you know, theoretically, if you have DVC, you'll probably be visiting Walt Disney world a couple times a year, you know, it may be worth it to, to uh, go ahead and, and get that angle pass. Yeah. Michelle, I love the fact that you're getting us back on track. Somebody needs to. <laughs> Michelle's, like, we, Michelle's like, we had topics. <laughs> we are getting back to the topics. <laughs> Oops. No, it's great. Somebody has to. She is and the I'm best like, director. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle keeps us on track. Um, no, th no, that's a that's a very valid and good point, especially in the age where Disney is is you know they're, they're not selling annual right. passes and uh, only you know you you really only have the option to renew. Mm -hmm. um, I have noticed that as a Florida resident now, you could buy the um, the base pass, which mm -hmm. I can't remember what it's called. Pixie, Pixie dust. SPS. Yeah. Okay, so that one's available. To purchase new but you have to be a florida resident but right. it sounds like if you're a dvc owner you would have access to that of I course yeah. yeah they have they have to they would right. have to let yeah you. yeah so so that makes sense so that's a little uh there you go if you're if you're on the fence go buy dvc and then you can buy your annual yeah. pass yeah <laughs> you also you also get the extra hours that if you're staying at a deluxe resort you know on you know that you actually bought and paid for the your stay at a deluxe resort you, some at some of the resorts you get those extra late hours mm -hmm. 
Um, if you're a DVC member, you get the, as long as you're staying on property, you get those no matter where you're staying. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So you can get that extra late night, uh, once people have left the parks as well. So yeah, that's a, that's, that's a bonus good. too. Yeah. And they, they reinstituted the, um, where they have the DVC kind of like DVC party night, you know, yeah, the, the moonlight uh, magic, moonlight magic. Oh. Those things are amazing amazing it's really a great atmosphere that you're going to um it's not just like okay you're you're going to the park and it's late at night you know they usually have like djs there and you can get all the all the mickey bars mickey you want to eat Board <laughs> yourself on mickey bars yes it's yes. a it's a late night ticketed event that doesn't cost you anything extra right amazing yeah, yeah. I was lucky enough to uh, be a guest to uh, Moonlight Magic at Animal Kingdom, and it was so incredible. Right? Like, it really was. Like, I, for okay, I know there are listeners to this show that have gone to either after the after hours party at Magic Kingdom, or or maybe not so scary or very merry. You have no idea the the Moonlight Magic because because the amount of people that go is like a fraction. Right. Mm -hmm. of how many that go to these sold like ticketed events and right. so you can literally you just walk on things right. you have access to popcorn and mickey bars and you know all it's it's it really is amazing right like yeah. a great experience i we went on flight of passage like three times because it was just oh, like yeah yeah no one was in line right right yeah that, and how often can you do something like that? I, even if they were to do an after hours party at Animal Kingdom, they would oversell the tickets right. because that's what they do. Mm -hmm. And it would still be an hour wait for Flight of Passage. Right. So, right. right. Yeah. So that's that to me is like one of one of the biggest draws is like, I love those Moonlight Magic. Yeah. Games. Yeah. They're yeah. they're awesome. And they they do. They've done them in the on the West Coast as well. And just it's special mm -hmm. for sure. I can't imagine doing one at like at, California Adventure or Disneyland. Oh, that would be it's amazing. That would amazing. be so good. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I mean, I was sold already, you know. Mm -hmm. But we there's another lounge we haven't talked about yet. And 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 I I know this one's a little bit of a different kind of a lounge, mm -hmm. but the in, in the Imagination Pavilion, mm -hmm. there is a DVC lounge. Right. And I still haven't gone to that one. So oh, man, we'll get you up there. Yeah. Sure. So what, what, what's going on with the imagination pavilion lounge? What's what, what can you find up there? So that's really cool. Cause you're right there in the park. And um, again, it's super convenient, especially uh, for those rainy times that you have in Florida. It's a great place to super ridiculously hot, hot days. Yeah. You just, you know, can go up there and regroup. Um, so, since the pandemic, they do seat you before you, it was a little bit more standing room only, but, but they do have like charging stations up there. So you can, you know, recharge your electronics. Um, and then they have some free sodas and they have those machines where you can mix and match all different kinds of all the Coca-Cola products, all the Coca-Cola products. Oh, okay. So you can, you know, wait, do they have Beverly up there? They do not. not. Not that I've seen. How Beverly. could they? This seems like a massive oversight. <laughs> I know, right? But you can have like you can do a diet Dr Pepper with vanilla oh. and cherry. You know, oh, I mean, beautiful. you can you can pick like a bunch of different things and mix them together. Um, they do also go around and and provide you know some 
chips and stuff like that, some little yeah. bags of bags Doritos. Like Doritos. Yes, or something. yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it is, I mean, it's nice. It's a nice break in the day to go up there um, and just kind of sit down for a little while, mm -hmm. cool off or get out of the rain, whatever it may be. Um, charge up your phone, right. have a couple cool drinks that cost you nothing extra, you know, maybe a bag of chips for the little ones or for yeah. yourself. And they have coffee there too, yeah. if you want something yeah. warm. And just, you know, just kind of relax, regroup and, you know, and, and then finish out your day or however, whenever you want to approach it. Yeah. We okay. did that. Um, after going on Guardians of the Galaxy. I needed it after going on <laughs> Cosmic Rewind. They have, they have good ginger ale up there. I needed a little ginger ale after going on Cosmic Rewind. But we had just gone, you know, the festival was going on. We we got a, a couple of, uh, of the small plates that were in route to that location and brought them up there and had these, you know, free sodas and stuff like that and just kind of, again, regroup before going back out and attacking the rest of the park. It was oh, perfect. Nice. It was, perfect. It, it sounds like a nice little oasis there. And I, I mean, I, it's funny because I came very close to getting to, to go up there one time. I was actually with Allison WDW mm -hmm. mini bar mm -hmm. and um, we had just gotten off of journey into imagination mm -hmm. and it was storming, raining very hard outside. Mm -hmm. And we were like, Let's go up to the DVC lounge. Yeah. So she went over and uh, talked to the cast member, but it was full at the time. Yeah. Mm. And so we we waited, we waited, we waited. It didn't seem like anything was oh, going to wow. open up because, I mean, we we probably waited 20, 25 minutes. <gasps> wow. Yeah. And then the rain lit up and we were like, eh, it's fine. We got, yeah. we got stuff to do. We got to <laughs> yeah. get out there. So... Yeah, we uh, haven't we haven't experienced that kind of way. Yeah, um, it's been, and they now do it where they take your name down. It's the it's what they do for you know many of the um, the restaurants or whatever you know where they take your name, your number, and they'll send you a text when yeah. it's when it's available, so but you can go do other things somewhere in the vicinity. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, if, if you if you want. Well, Although they've generally called us like immediately yeah, it's been like back. Five it's minutes. like, why did you even bother? It's just, we we walked just out, we just walked out of the building and we had to turn around and go back. <laughs> we we were almost going to go to the Pixar fest. Right. Like, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, I was this close. I came very close. Well, but that, that's nope. one we'll definitely, yeah. well, we're going to get you into both places. Right. That oh. one's a really easy one that we'll get this, you into. This is why you, you are both my favorites. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah I, so, I, I just wanted to, while, while we were talking about Epcot, um, I wanted to get your thoughts a little bit on the new theming of Future World, the world world discovery, world, uh, whatever they're calling it, the, the new neighborhoods. What, how, do you, how do you feel about this? Uh, Michelle, I really wanted to think, mm -hmm. I wanted to get your thoughts on this because I know, I know you've got a little more background with Epcot and a little more history on the East right. Coast here. So how do you feel um about the direction they're going with i i still call it right. future world right um you know obviously there's a lot of nostalgia there i, I think that's why i like to listen to dillos because i kind of connect with them <laughs> on the nostalgia of epcot and communicore and things like that yeah although i guess now that's kind of makes it special when you you do hear some of those older songs it's like oh wow i remember that and get choked up and stuff um you know i I I understand and I and I I think you've mentioned this and I and I get it. I um it's taken a long time and and maybe you know that's probably more of the pent up stuff. It's like just give it to us already. Mm -hmm. Um but I do like, you know, and the things that I've seen, 
you know, with, with, you know, the theming with Moana and stuff, I, I like it, you know, and, um, you know, I, I think, and I understand, um, perspectives regarding IP. Mm-hmm. Um, I think our experience is, um, seeing how IP increases the, the gratitude for the kids or sure. their enjoyment. Um, you know, so at, Disneyland, for example, when you go through, it's a small world, there's IP there, um, you know, throughout and being in, in one of those boats and knowing you've gone through and heard that song. And I love that song is my favorite ride, but I've got, it's, you know, you, you kind of get numb to it's, but seeing yeah. kids get so excited, like, Oh my God, there's Ariel. Oh my God, there's Woody. Mom, Mom, it's Woody. You know, and and you can get the joy that they're experiencing. It's priceless, you know. And so I think having that, like in in Epcot, where there is very little that I think a lot of kids get to connect with. Yeah. Um, you know, even if they're not our own kids, getting to see people enjoy it is definitely a plus. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I think sometimes that we as big Disney fans that are, you know, lucky enough to go often and have gone through the years and, and seen things that we kind of get lost in our own little bubble of, you know, what, what these parks are and, you know, what is nostalgic to us. And, you know, and we forget that that's, it's not just for us. It's for, it's actually mostly not for us. It's mostly for those people that can go, gosh, maybe only once in their lifetime, once every two years, once every five years, whatever it may be that they want to experience these, these different um, pieces of IP, you know, the, the, see the characters that they love, that they've seen, you know, jump off the screen and be in front of them out there. And so, you know, it's, they want that out there and that's why they do this. Now, does it hurt some of us that like some of these attractions that maybe don't have the IP? Yeah. From time to time it does, but it still will be there in your memory and still be there in your heart and you can appreciate sometimes the advancements they've made they're much better attractions you know so it's just yeah i I get why disney does what they do um yeah you know i I just think that again that sometimes we just get lost in our own you know shouting out at the at the the um you know the big canyon right yeah I mean, yeah, having Epcot be like the adult location and everything in theory sounds great. But, you know, thinking of people who who are going there with, you know, little kids. And, and I ta- I know one time, I think I was going either to get food or in the restroom and you saw a kid yeah. melting down. <laughs> there was, oh. We were outside of Epcot and there was a little girl out there and her parents were trying to convince her to go back into Epcot. She's there's nothing to do here. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. That is like, if they, they, I could see like someone like putting that on TikTok or something. Then Bob Chapik just watching that over and over and over again. Like, Oh, you know, there's good reason for some of the things that they needed to add um, throughout this, these parks, you know, but you can still enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. Yeah, and you're right. Like this, this is great perspective. Honestly, you all are very level-headed. Obviously, with your <laughs> approach and your thought process, and into this, uh, you know, I because sometimes I can get down the path of like wrapped up in my own nostalgia for Epcot, mm-hmm. but but 
at the same time, where I always end up landing is whatever Disney ends up deciding to do and whatever they build, it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to enjoy it. Right. You know, and and that doesn't mean that, you know, I have to uh, turn my back on the past of what I loved about Epcot. It was it's there. It'll live in my heart and my memory forever. And but but now there's brand new things that connect with a whole new Mm -hmm. generation of Disney fans. And that's really what it's all about. Um, Yeah. So that's great. Yeah. And it does seem like they recognize that there is a lot of nostalgia out there. I mean, we're seeing, you know, figment being, you know, prominent and accepted as that is the figurehead. Right. Um, You know, the fact that they did have as they were transitioning Epcot forever in the fireworks. And I do think from time to time they put whether it's through Easter eggs or, or different things that they do try to bring back for people who have experienced epcot in the past you know some of those little gems bring out the feelings yeah i agree yeah and that's nice i (laughs) i i should have appreciated epcot forever more than i did um (laughs) i i was bitter about epcot forever and i had the bad i had the wrong attitude um about epcot forever I, you by didn't the way, have to come to the to the dessert party with us when I was bawling. <laughs> oh, I should. I definitely should have. I plus we I got to ride there. Frozen Ever After afterwards, and you know, oh my god, real man love Frozen. <laughs> exactly. That sounds like the perfect night. I I would have had a totally different perspective on it. Here here's the problem. I loved Illumination so much. Mm-hmm. It it meant so much to mm-hmm. me. And then I went to Epcot Forever and. I, I didn't I didn't go opening night, but I went I went opening week mm-hmm. and I saw it and I was just like, this is what they did to get rid of like this is what's replacing <laughs> illuminations like it just did. It felt very hollow to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it also felt like a message about, by the way, all of you Epcot lovers, we are going <laughs> to the new era of IP ending with a whole new world. Right. It ended with a whole new world. Mm-hmm. Um and and so I, it hit me. It just hit me in the wrong way. And I mm. it never it never connect. I love the kites. I thought the kites were great. Um, it's the music. It's the music that they were playing. And yeah. and I remember that music when I was a kid. And my parents taking me to Epcot. And then as I grew up and you know was going to college and bringing you know my friends and we were being like really cool, you know, and things <laughs> like that. I mean, just really cool. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I found out at 22, you can still have an autograph book and go up to the characters. Of course. <laughs> I Hey, there's no age limit on character autographs. Right, books. right. But anyways, it was just, you know, it, that, I mean, personally for me, hearing the, the music, um, you know, from, from the very beginning of when Epcot you know, opened and, and things like that. And just the memories that those muse, that music just hit all the right feelings for me. The music was great. That, mm-hmm. that I will grant you like, no, mm-hmm. there's no argument. I love the soundtrack for Epcot forever. Yeah. 100%. It was a transition show. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that, that bottom line. Right. It that. wasn't. I mean, yeah. It was you didn't want that to be, be forever. It yeah. was not Epcot yeah, forever. forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you, you know, didn't want that show forever. It but. was only going to be what it was going to be. Um, yeah. You know, but it, like, it did. It hit, obviously, it hit Michelle strongly mm-hmm. with the nostalgia. And, you know, that in that way, it was successful for the, yeah. the short time that it existed. Yeah. 
You weren't the only one. Came back for a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, we'll we'll see what we get next. But uh, I, and by the way, I'm not a harmonious hater. I just hate the barges. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand. So. Yeah, we get it. I get, get it. it. I, I, I get not liking the yeah. barges. I I actually really enjoy the show, uh, mm-hmm. but. It, to, to me, it's not worth the trade off of having those in the in world showcase lagoon mm-hmm. all day long. But that's just that's just me. No, we um, get it. And that maybe is, that, yeah. is, that is a gripe we totally understand. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I have put that on every survey that I have filled out <laughs> for Ep, for not just Epcot, but any Disney survey I've received uh, for the last several months. But mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm sure that th- there's a reason they've stopped sending me surveys. They don't want to hear it. Anymore. <laughs> we know the barges. Yeah. We get it. We're, we're, we are asking you about Animal Kingdom. Stop yeah, up the barges. I I am not kidding you when I say that I have gotten uh, surveys about other parks, and I have found a way to mention the Epcot barges. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> oh man, I could go on about that forever. But I feel like tonight we've gone on long enough. I don't want to keep you all any longer i i know uh we're getting a little bit late here but I, but i i appreciate your time so much honestly i i feel like we could talk for hours and hours yeah um but that all that means is we're just gonna have to do this again soon for sure yeah so, sure this yeah. has been a great yeah. time i feel like we could talk yeah yeah it doesn't feel like it's been an, an hour or so it feels like it's just been 10 minutes of just sitting here in the lounge and shouting with one of our best friends exactly. hey that's how it's supposed to be in the lounge um, Tom and Michelle, before we wrap up here, of course, you have to let people know where they can find the Hyperion Adventures <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, thank you, Justin. And again, um, so happy with the success of your new show. Yeah. We're so uh, we're so um, honored that you've invited us to be mm-hmm. on. That you were inviting us to be on for a while, and it's been, it's been tough with our schedules to get this done. But uh, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure, and we uh, hope to be on again sometime soon. And we have some plans for you to come on our show which as justin said is the hyperion adventures podcast which you can get on pretty much every place where you can get a podcast however the very best place to find us is on our own website hyperionadventurespodcast.com and while you're there oh man you can sign up for our newsletter sign up for the newsletter (laughs) um also we are on social media we're on twitter at hyperion podcast facebook instagram and pinterest at hyperion adventures podcast we have a youtube channel and if you ever want to contact us it's hyperion adventures podcast at gmail.com what what do you got going on on that pinterest (laughs) <laughs> not as not as much as not we should much. probably. I know. You know, we're focusing on um TikTok next. You know, like, oh, oh. Like, do we invest a lot of time in Pinterest or do we move forward and accept the momentum? Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to see the TikTok dances on the Hyperion Adventure. I know podcast. there's been a lot of thought going into I, they're actually just too crazy. To I really thought implement. we were going to get one with our bet for the Padres uh, Met series with Frank, but he bailed out and just bought us bagels. I'm happy to get some New York bagels, yeah. but I really thought we were going to go do something TikTok wise there. And that might be the time we kicked, kicked off the Hyperion Adventures <laughs> podcast TikTok channel. But Well, keep, we'll keep your eyes on later. the TikTok, ladies and gentlemen, because... <laughs> It, it may yes. be coming soon. And by the and way, it, and it'll be glorious. It will be glorious. <laughs> of course. And and hey, if, if this somehow leads to Frank and Lederhosen, then I'm all right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, everybody's goal, isn't it? it at some point, it's going to happen. And uh, good luck to your Padres. Thank uh, you. Yeah. I, 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 Tough it, series. 
when this yeah when this uh, episode comes out of course this is the friday before halloween so hopefully the padres Ooh. are still alive at this point yeah, hoping yeah fingers crossed what listen this podcast has a history of making correct sports predictions so what i need right now is i need you to tell me who the padres are playing in the world series <laughs> <laughs> uh it's going to be the Astros. The Astros yeah. will, will knock off the Yankees. Um, as All much right. as um, I don't like either of those teams, um, that's who will be playing in the World Series from the American League. Um, National League, rooting for our Padres. We have a good friend who's also a uh, Phillies fan. Mm -hmm. And uh, so either way, I know that um, we're going to have some good representation to try and take off one of, take on one of those hated teams over there in the American League. So the Padres wrapped up the series three to one over the Phillies, um, and uh, and now well, hopefully it was four to one because they need those four wins. But oh, of course, <laughs> of course, four to one, uh, and and now we are we are excited for the Padres to take out the hated Astros because they we all know that they cheat at baseball. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So. Michelle, Tom, this has been fantastic. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend and a happy oh, Halloween. Thank you. Thank you. You as well. Likewise. I will talk to you again very soon. Looking forward to it.